0: Welcome back to Growing In His Word, man. <laughs> nice to see you guys again. Listen, Paul was on a journey, man. He's on his way to Greece, okay? And there was enough more last week. We talked about how the clerk was upset because Paul was basically questioning and stopping their little novelty sales of palm readings and everyone burned their stuff. They burned all their garbage. Things were taking place. That town was riddled of their nasty false idols, man. And, and I've got some emails last week saying, Joseph, Pastor Joseph, my football team's not an idol. Well, hey man, that's between you. <laughs> I don't watch, I don't watch sports. Listen, I'm not saying anything about anybody's sports. If God has convicted you, hey, that's on you, man. We all have uh our little things. But listen, I'm not gonna get into emails, I'm gonna get into the word. Listen, last week Paul was he really stirred the manure, man. He really got it going over there. They were upset. They were making money on this, this, this disorderly gathering. And, and last week, we talked about ch- chapter 19, uh, verse 44. It said, For we are in danger of being called in question for days, today's uproar, there being no reason which we may give an account for this disorderly gathering. You see? So verse 41 says, And when he had said these things, he dismissed the assembly. The clerk calmed down, basically, and Paul bailed, <laughs> and he left it his hat, and then he said, hey, man, start up your engines. <laughs> we're going to chapter 20, man. He said, we're going to get the boat ready, man. We're going to journey into Greece, and so he encouraged the uh, people there, and basically, uh, the you know, Paul's mission was clear. The confusion was cleared up. And the magic, the magic, and the and the nasty false idols were put to death, and all their garbage books were burned, and and that was a blessing. And wow, Father, we come before you today on this podcast, Lord. We pray that you lead us through this journey in Greece, uh, Lord, with Paul, and as we go through your. Uh, Word, Father, we ask that you come, Father, and embrace us, Lord. Your Holy Spirit, teach us. In Jesus' name, amen. Listen, welcome to Growing in His Word, man. What a radical time we're going to have today. Sometimes we sail on the wrong course, man, in life. Listen, I want to talk to you about this this, this morning because sometimes, be, as believers, we fail on the wrong course, okay? And we as believers need to continue to encourage one another at full range, if we've got to rebuke, do it in love. If we've got to do the things what God has called us to do, we've got to do it. But listen, we believers have to understand that Paul is on a mission and Jesus is with him. And nobody's there to question him because the Holy Spirit's with him. We've proved it over and over through the chapter of, of Paul and, Eph, and Eph, uh, Ephesus and 19. We went through, you know, Paul returned to Ant- he went to Antioch. Apollos went to Apollos, he went, you know, in Berea. You know, he went, he stood before the Sanhedrin, the Sanhedrin. He gave an account of what Christ wanted him to do. We believers need to take a stand. Listen, there's false people, false teachers out there that are teaching the wrong message and not people don't even know and are grabbing it. And, And we have a responsibility as believers, believers to warn people. And Paul did that. Paul did that well. And so he took his ship and soon we're going to see Paul go to Jerusalem in chapter 21. You know, he's going to sail there because that's the feast every, every, you know, three years a Jew has to go back. At least, not every three years, but three times a year they go back for the feast and Paul wants to get down there. He's planning it up. I know he's thinking about it and chapter 20 says and after after the uproar had ceased <laughs> yeah it stopped man remember that all the crafters and if you go to my last sermon you'll see after the uproar had ceased Paul called the disciples to himself and he embraced them okay he embraced them he probably told them you know straight out this is what a great job that the Lord did in us and he 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 patted them in the back and said may the Lord be glorified he didn't say oh what a great sermon you preached I get that too you know one time I was preaching at a church and the guy came up to me and he goes wow wow you preached the best sermon I ever heard in the world and I go oh God get away from me wow we need to decrease and he needs to increase the when we think that we're better than others and we dress all all hunky-dory on the pulpit with our nice velvet little socks and velvet little shirts oh isn't it cute stop it you're picking on me no no i'm not picking on you i'm drilling you i mean i i, <laughs> I got a drill my hammer on the other listen it ain't about us get out of the way and let the holy spirit work But after the uproar had ceased, Paul called the disciples to himself, embraced them, and and departed to go to Macedonia. Now when he had gone over the region and encouraged them with many words, he came to Greece. You notice that he encouraged? Wow, can you imagine what encouraging does for people? You got to try it sometime. You know? I knew a guy that anything he said to him, he always had something nasty to say. Hey, man, I won the lottery. Blah. Hey, I did this. Blah. It's like, whoa, bro, what's the matter with you? Don't you have anything nast- nice to say? It's always nasty. Nasty, nasty. Listen, we got to quit being nasty. Paul's an encourager. Encouraging is important because it brings us into a relationship with Jesus Christ. And I know Paul knew that verse real well with John fifteen twelve. My command is this. Love each other as I have loved you. Corinthians 16 14 Do everything in love. Everything. I don't want to. <laughs> um It's hard to do everything in love. It's hard to be the example for Christ. It's hard to do the right thing when you're in the wrong when you're in the when you're in that position and you're in that situ- situation and you can steal money or you can take something or you can break the law it's easy to do things and 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 think you're going to get away with it but you're not jesus christ sees everything but we got to do everything in love peter says above all first peter chapter 4 verse 8 says above all love each other deeply because love covers over a multitude of sins listen if we love one another it's the key to success even myself sometimes i feel like uh Wow, I don't want to... Man, I, I I don't like that person. And I just... Oh, God, I have to love him? And I know some people feel that way about me. <laughs> I got to love that guy. He talks so much. But he loves so much. Listen. Above all, love each other deeply because love covers a multitude of sins and submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. For, do it for Jesus. But don't do it like, oh man, I gotta love that guy because Christ calls me to. Bleah. Let me just play the part. Try to make it right. I struggle with that, especially in Israel. You know, there is always deals going on left and right, man. It's like, give me my shekel back. You know, it's like, give me twenty, give me ten, give me five, give me six, give me seven. Long comes the Olai Ketzef, Stein Ketzef. no, you know. So we go back and forth. But listen, let me get back on track. After the uproar, <laughs> Paul called the disciples to himself and he embraced them. Man, we need to embrace one another. And then he departed, you know, to go to Macedonia. He basically had a big old feast with a man. And he embraced him. He loved him. Had a bonfire. He he had that koinonia, the koinonia, the fellowship, the love for one another. This is the key. Jesus said it. Remember that. It was an, It's a new, remember that in John 13, 34? It's radical. And I'm hitting it hard because recently I haven't seen it. I've been to the stores. Have you been to the stores lately? It's like, hey, how you doing? Praise the Lord. Ah, hand me that. Get away from me. And so I'm trying to, you know, stir the love, man. I mean, Jesus says it. You want to try someone? As, hey, you want to test somebody? Hey, are you a Christian? A new commandment I give you. Love one another as I have loved you. So you must love one another. I can't do it. Then, then don't be a Christian. Be bitter and get cancer. Because that's what happens. We get bitter and we grow cancer. Listen. Paul is encouraging them with many words. He didn't say, hey dummy, thank you for that Bible study last week. Yeah, you're real stupid, man. <laughs> You didn't. I didn't like that worship song. It sucked. That worship song sucked. By the way, wow. Where'd that come from? Oh, you know. It just that was. Uh, it sucked, dude. It wasn't for you. It was for the Lord. So, anyways, listen. Verse two says, "Now when he had gone over that region, and encouraged him with many words. He came to Greece. <laughs> He's gonna have hamburgers and French fries. You know." That's what they have over there all the time. You ever go to those Greece burger places? They're so good. I love them. God, I love the Greece people. Beautiful people. And the island is so beautiful. I just can't afford to go there. But uh, send me your donations and I'll, I'll get there. I'm just kidding. Ha ha ha. I gotcha. <laughs> Don't send me your donations, man. It's a joke. Listen. Growing in his word is free. Always has been. <laughs> Listen. And he stayed there three months and with the Jews plotted against him. Well, they're plotting against him there too. As... And as he went, and as he was about to sail to uh, Syria, he decided to return. So the plot is already there. Listen, the plot's there for chapter twenty one. Remember that they're already plotting for chapter twenty one. And so he decided to return through Macedonia, and and Sopter of Berea. Bore- of Sounds like a restaurant, huh? Come to Sopter and Berea and have a large burrito. But but basically, company a Berea accompanied him to Asia also. Uh, are you ready for this word? It's a tongue twister. Aristarchius. And, 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 and ready for this one? Secundus. Of the Thessalonians. And Gaius. Of Derby, And Timothy. And Teichus. Wow, you're thinking, wow, man, that's a lot of words. And Trophimus of Asia. Now these men, they're going ahead. They waited for us at Tros. Now remember Tros. When they got there, they stayed there for seven days. I know this because I'm a pastor and I read. But we all need to read. Listen. But we sailed away from Philippi after the days of unleavened bread. So that's a holiday. And in five days, joined them at Trost where they stayed seven days. Duh, it's right there. <laughs> the ministry's taken off. Man, they're just gathering people. They're gathering people, they're getting out there, they're loving on people, they're showing God's love, they're showing his mercy, they're getting out there and they're witnessing, and they're not beating people with tracks and bicycles and knocking on doors. They're just actually sitting there and allowing the Holy Spirit to live their life for Christ. Letting the Holy Spirit work in them and to, you know, dwell in them. And so, you know, it's it's crazy because you know, oh, whoo listen to this. Verse 7 says, Now on the first day of the week, when his disciples came together to break bread, Paul, ready to depart the next day, spoke to them and continued his message until midnight. Man, they were really pumped up. I mean, I've been to sermons where the pastors just preaching till four o'clock, five o'clock, six o'clock. I'm like, hey, I'm tired, bro. I gotta get out of here. <laughs> wow <Well. laughs> You guys probably think I'm crazy, but you ever been to those Pentecostal churches, man? They'll preach it all night long, man. They're like, yeah, you know, and here, get your biscuits on, man, you know, and wow. So, but here's the deal, man. It's not that it's bad. It's just, you know, get it, get on with it a half an hour, man. Get it, get it done, man. Get her done. This is what God wants, man. People got to get it going, man. (laughs) i'm so sorry i'm I'm exhausted. It was a long week, and I love Jesus so much that I get excited because you know Paul's journeying, but he has a message for you, and we have to understand that we can't take life so serious man we gotta we have to we have to take our job serious and and our parenthood serious, but we gotta separate that um Separate that Joel Olstein message, you know, get it away from us, the smiley face. We got to get into the word and dig deep. Listen, on the first day of the week, when the disciples came together to break bread, Paul, ready to depart the next day, spoke to them and continued this message until midnight. Man, he's seriously training them up. He's discipling them. He's building them up. And they're eating the bread, man. They're celebrating basically because the first the first day of the week was Sunday. And they gather to worship on that day for the same reason that they do today. And that's to celebrate the day of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. So the Jewish believers continue to work, um, I mean, to worship on the Sabbath, which is Saturday. And the book of Hebrews tells us that Christ, uh, basically, in his finished work, is our Sabbath, uh, our rest. So they broke the bread, and the purpose of the gathering was the Lord's Supper. Jesus sat and had bread with his disciples. In remembrance of Him. Because it was to be called, we are to love one another as brethren in the same family. We're, ch- we're children of the same family. Listen, believers and fellow disciples with each other by keeping and agreeing together, praying for one another, bearing one another's burdens. Listen, forbearing and forgiving one another. Um, I got to forgive him? Yeah, man. Even if you don't like him, forgive him and move on. Bring him a gift too, admonishing each other and building up one another in faith and holiness. And this he calls a new commandment that that is a very excellent one, as a new name and a new song. We believers must not argue, but be in the same mind, because he loved us, and he broke bread. You see, he said as I he said as I have not. As I have loved you, that you also love another, love one another. He strongly encouraged it because Christ has loved his people freely. It's amazing what you see today, man. Wow! He broke the bread and he's excited. They're repeating the message of Christ. And the message is to love one another. Be holy for I am holy. It's hard to do, man, when you're living with a non-believer. Okay, stay on the couch. Don't leave him. God says not to divorce. Work it out. He don't love me. Learn how to love him. I mean, he's preaching till midnight. There's probably, like, falling asleep a little bit. <sighs> up, get up, man. What are you doing sleeping? Like Jesus told Peter and all of them in the, in the garden. What are you doing, man? Pray. You're supposed to be praying, dude. They're going to they're gonna butcher me and hang me today on the cross. What are you doing, dude? It's like, whoa. Bro, you going to pray or what, man? Wow. You know, they had lamps. It was, it was probably stuffy and hot. Israel's hot. Stuffy. But here we can see Paul is in a hurry. He wants to get to Jerusalem and get to the feast. He wants to get back to his home country to deliver the message to the Jews that Jesus Christ loves them. And so here we see, you know, he's he's sitting there and in the upper room, I mean there there were many lamps in the upper room where where they were gathered together and in a window sat a certain young man named Uticus who was sinking into a deep sleep. He was overcome by sleep. Paul's like, what's the matter? I'm preaching too long. Yeah, it's like going to those churches, man. Some of those churches, man, they'll, they'll preach all night. It's like, and they catch you sleeping, man. They got fly swatters. There's a demon in the church. It's like, dude, come on, man. You've been preaching for 10 hours. I get it. Man, I went to one. It was hotter than heck. I was in Mississippi, and it was hot. And they was like, get up, man. We're going to preach. And I was like, right on. Cool. But dude, for 10 hours, my legs hurt. This is kind of cultivistic now. I mean, I'm not saying that Paul here is cultivistic. Paul was in a hurry, so he was trying to feed them all as much as he could for the short time that he had, and that's what we see here. He's cramming a a a, a bunch of stuff in the upper room, in the, and the and 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 he's trying to, you know, get everything in so he can go to hurry up and go to Jerusalem and sail out. Okay. He was overcome by sleep and Paul continued speaking he fell down from the third story and was taken up dead. the dude fell he was mocking God okay and not and you're thinking, well what did you just do right now no that's not what I was doing there's churches that stay for days they're cultivistic and they and they stand until they fall that's cultivistic. I could see if God's trying to deliver a message for a couple hours and yeah he wants you to listen. But this dude had deep, deep, deep stuff hidden, man. God just don't take you out like that. I mean, he fell out of the window. (laughs) I mean, what was he doing in his life? Okay. But Paul went down and fell on him and embracing him said, Do not trouble yourself for his life. Is in him now when he had come up and had broken bread and eaten and talked along, all along, a long while, even till daybreak, he departed and they brought the young man in, uh, in alive. And they were not a little comforted, so he didn't die, he just hit his head and knocked out. And came. that was it, man. He had mercy, dude. Fell to his death almost. Wow, it's amazing, <clears throat> sleeping on the job. I knew a guy like that, man. Every time, his name was John. Every time he'd come over to my house, he would fall asleep. Excuse me. I'd say, what's the matter with you, man? And he'd say, oh, it's it's, the gospel. You always have the worship music on. I'm like, wow. So if I throw a violent movie in, are you going to wake up? Oh, yeah. Put it on. Oh, yeah. I'm like, time to get rid of this guy. I mean, every time, man, he just, he wanted to be entertained and entertained and entertained. Entertain me, entertain me, entertain me. And then it's like, it's like it never ends. You know, it's like going to a casino, which I've never been to one. And you go in there, this is what I hear, and you put the money in, you spin it, and you win it. Oh, wow, you got, I'm, a, I'm a winner, I'm a winner. And they put it back in. They, kept, they put it back in. Entertain, entertain, entertain. Paul wasn't there to entertain, man. He was there to just give the bread, break the bread, which is the word of God, man, and give it to him straight. Listen, as believers, we need to eat the bread of God. The word, the word of bread is God. And we need to encourage one another, man. And so, so it looks like he was taken up dead, man. (laughs) But Paul went down and fell on him, and embraced him. (laughs) I mean, God had mercy on him. But Paul went down, fell on him, and embraced him, and said, Do not trouble yourself, for his life is in him. Now, when he had come up, and had broken bread, and eaten, and talked a long while, even till daybreak, he departed, and they brought the young man in alive, and they were not a little comfort, and they we were not a little comforted basically they probably prayed for him as he fell Lord Jesus save him he's going to die <sighs> you know I mean and he went ahead to the ship listen to verse 13 and sailed to Asos there intending to take Paul on board for so he had given orders intended, intending himself to go on foot and when he met us at Assos, we took him on board and came to Mid-Elean. It sounds like a trucking company I know and listen to this. <clears throat> Verse 15, he says, We sailed from there, and the next day came opposite to Chio's. It's another restaurant. I'm kidding. Which I love. That name is so radical. The following day, we arrived at, at uh, uh, Samos. Oh, they're going to have Simone food next. I'm just kidding. And he stayed at Trogulium. The next day, we came to Miletus. Like, not Midas. Like, their tires, you know? Miletus. Miletus. How about, how about that, that That's good. Listen. Because Paul, he decided to sail past Ephesus so that he would not have to spend time in Asia. For he was hurrying to be at Jerusalem. If Paul saw on the day of Pentecost. You see? He's in a hurry to get things done. And what happens when we believers are in a hurry? People fall out of windows. Things go... People fall out of windows. Things go bad. Things don't get right, don't be, or not done right, and we mess things up. We need to wait on the Lord. Listen, being in a hurry is not good. We need to pray about every single thing that we do. Pray, pray, pray. And that's what this message is about. Praying about what God wants you to do in your life. Listen, we need to pray and ask God, for everything. And I don't care what it is, man. And you may you may think, I don't know about that, Pastor Joseph. Listen, praying is the key to unlocking God's wisdom and God's guidance for your life. See, listen. We can't worry about anything but by, by prayer. Listen, don't be anxious the Bible says about anything, but in every situation by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving present in our request to God and the peace, because you know, Christ is gonna is gonna hear us. And we must understand that we have to be in prayer about everything we do, otherwise we won't know where God wants us. Okay? It says, Don't be anxious. Philippians four six through seven. First Peter says, Casting all your anxieties on him because he cares for you. Pray without ceasing, first Thessalonian. First John says 5:14 and and this is the confidence we have toward him that if we ask anything according to his will he hears us and if we know and if we know that he hears us and whatever we ask we know that we have the request that we have asked of him 1 John 5:14 Mark 11:24 says therefore I tell you whatever you ask in prayer believe that you have received it and if it and and it will be yours if it's his will, well, I prayed about this, this thing that I wanted. I never got it. Well, it's because it wasn't God's will. It was your will. I mean, let's be, let's be real. See, Daniel 6.10 says, when Daniel knew that the document, he had, he, he had been signed, he went to his house, remember, where he had windows in his upper chamber, and he opened toward Jerusalem, and he got down on his knees three times a day, and he prayed, and he gave thanks before his God, as he had done previously. Because he knew he wanted God's provision, safety, and everything else. But we have to know what God wants. And how do we know if we don't pray? God wants us to pray and ask. Because it says in John 14, 13 verses 4. John 14 says, whatever you ask in my name, this I will do. That the Father will be glorified in the Son. If you ask anything in my name, I'll do it you see so listen believers anything you do we must pray always pray that's what that's what god wants us to do listen paul is going to be going to jerusalem soon but he's going to be going other places before that and listen god is with paul and god is with you listen god is with you the same way he is with paul you need to realize that jesus christ will never leave you nor forsake you you need to realize that god has a plan for you you need to realize that he's wanting to use you like a vessel just like paul you can be the next paul and all you got to do is glorify jesus study But you have to say, listen, I want this. I want it more than football, soccer, baseball. I want it more than cars and boats and planes and worldly stuff. You may be thinking, I don't want it at all, man. I just want to rot and be spoiled and be rich and be, oh. That's between you and God. Listen, that's not what I'm saying. Happiness. You can be rich, but you have nothing if you don't have Jesus. You're going to have that void. I got a billion dollars. Uh, I did this. I made this. Who cares if you have a billion dollars? You can't take it with you. But you can take the love of Christ with you. And it's free. You have found the gold when you hit growing in His Word. Because listen to this. Jesus Christ is the gold. He is our prize. Listen. Jesus Christ is our high prize. Our high priest. Jesus Christ is our everything. Listen. Jesus Christ wants us to have a relationship with Him. And if you do that, you will see that everything I'm talking about will fall into place. Jesus Christ is everything. I mean that. And He loves you. He he loves you with an everlasting love. Everything. He's given everything for you. And all we gotta do, man, is rest rest in his love rest in his peace rest in his offering listen psalm 63 says it because your steadfast love is better than life my lips will praise you do not be conformed to this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind by that, uh, that by testing that you may discern that is the will of god what is good and acceptable and perfect jesus wants you to know him he wants you to come into a relationship with Him and say, that's, that's it. You know, I'm done. I don't want to party anymore. I wake people up to 30 in the morning for their cars. I don't want to stumble out of bars and get arrested for a new lie anymore. I don't, want to, I don't want to be who I used to be. I don't like my old man. Jesus says, I'll give you a new man. I'll give you a new woman. Will you take that? Father, we come before you, Lord, and say, thank you, Jesus. I want you, Lord. I want you to be a part of my life, Jesus. I want to pray before everything and stay in your will, Father. Lord Jesus, save me. I'm a sinner and I need you, Jesus. Amen. God bless you guys, man, and thank you for logging on and growing in his word, man. Until next time, we're gonna stop here, man. And we're gonna hit, we're gonna, we're gonna move on until next week, man. God bless you guys, man. And 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 remember, Jesus loves you.